Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for August 31st, 2021. I'm teaching a series, brand new series, just started it yesterday, called God is Faithful. I want you to know that God is faithful. He is faithful to every promise, to everything that he's ever spoken over your life. We just spent months studying the fact that God made plans for us from the foundations of the world. All year, we've been studying how to level up, where we are leveling up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. And so I trust that this has been a blessing to you. It's time. This is a season for us to level up. And I want you to know that God is faithful to everything that he said he would do, especially in the season. He is going to do it. He shall bring it to pass. If God said it, he will perform it. If he declared it, he will make it good. As a man, I, I, you know, I believe I'm a man of my word. And so even as a man of my word, I give you my word. I'm going to do my best to fulfill what I said, what I signed up for. If I give you my, my promise, if, it, if I give you my word, I'm only as good as my word. And you're going to have confidence in me and my word based on my character and my track record. But even though I may want to fulfill it, I'm a human and I'm flawed and some things may happen and something may, something may come up that's, that's unexpected, that something may come up uh, that, that may hinder me from fulfilling what I said because I'm a man, but God is not a man. Numbers 23 and 19, the Bible says, God is not a man that he should repent. He's not going to change his mind. He's not going to give up. If he said it, he will perform it. If he declared it, he will make it good. Our God is a faithful God. Say amen to that. Glory to God. All right. So that said, God is going to do everything that he said he would do in our lives. We believe that. We believe he made plans for us from the foundations of the world and that he is committed to those plans. He's more committed to us than we're committed to us. Say amen to that. All right. So that said, yesterday uh, I told you about something that happened on Sunday. Sunday I was in church and I was in worship and the, the, the worship team sang a song by Bethel Music called Yes and Amen. And some of the lyrics from the song uh, say you know, we're singing unto God, faithful. See, there are songs you sing about God, uh, like, you know, praise songs, worship God. When I think back over my life and I, you know, I think things over, I can truly say, oh, oh you did this for me. You did that for me. The, you know, there's songs that you sing about God, but but I love it when, when things slow down and then we start to sing to God. And, and so, so in this song, we were singing, faithful you are. Like now I'm ministering to God. God, you are faithful. Faithful forever you will be. Glory. Woo. God, you are faithful for faithful. Faithful you are. And all your promises are yes and amen. All your promises are yes and amen. I told you that that refrain from the song came from 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20. I want us to go back to that again today. I'm going to read it to you from two different translations. But the title of today's message is God's Yes and Your Amen. God's Yes and Your Amen. Let's talk about it. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, New International Version. The Bible says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. No matter how many promises God has given you, all those promises are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us. Oh, snap, to the glory of God. I thought the promises of God were yes and amen in him. Like, you know, he provides a yes, he provides an amen. No, 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 no. He provides a yes and the amen is spoken by us. 
All right, so we're going to talk about that. 2 Corinthians 1 and 20 from the Passion Bible. The Bible says, for all of God's promises find their yes of fulfillment in him and his yes and our amen ascend to God and then we bring him glory. As his yes and our amen ascend to God, we bring him glory. He's already provided the yes and as we give an amen, his yes and our amen, the text says, ascend to God. And as they ascend to God, we bring him glory. Let's talk about his yes and our amen. Two things I want to share for you this morning. What does this mean for you today? Two things. Let's get into it. Number one. So God's part, the grace part, God does everything that he does by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved, right? So God's part, which is the grace part, is always yes. Say yes. It's always yes. God is faithful to perform every promise he has given us in his word. God is also faithful to perform every promise that he has spoken to us directly. Like there are many things that God has spoken to me that's not in the Bible. But those things for me are as much the word of God as the word of God. You know what I'm saying? And so everything God has given us in the 66 books of the Bible, every promise God is faithful to perform that. And then everything God has spoken to you directly, whether he gave you a dream or a vision or whatever, every word that God has spoken to you directly and specifically, he is faithful to fulfill every one of those promises. And all of the promises of God are yes. So faith is not about us trying to convince God. I've told you this many times. Faith is not about you trying to get God to put a yes on your plans. Faith is not about you trying to convince God to give you something. Faith is what happens when God convinces you, right? Faith is is the state that you arrive at when you are fully persuaded. In Romans 5, uh, 4 and 21, uh, Paul said that Abraham got fully persuaded. He was 99 years old. His wife was 90 years old. Uh, uh, he was almost 100 years old. She was 90 years old. His stuff from the waist down wasn't working and her stuff ain't, ain't never worked. And the Bible says, but he was fully persuaded. He did not stagger at the promises of God through unbelief. He staggered not because he considered not his own body now dead, even though he was about a hundred years old. He said, I'm not going to sit around considering how dead my situation seems. I'm not going to sit around considering all the things that the world is saying that is contrary to what God said. Because if I mess around and consider all these things, see, he staggered not because he considered not. If you sit there and consider, wait a minute, God said this, but this was the doctor said. God said this, but this is what the lawyer said. God said this, but this is what the school said. And God said this over my son, but the school keeps sending me these letters. Now, whose report am I going to believe? If you sit around and you meditate on the wrong stuff, you are going to stagger at the promises of God. The Bible says he staggered not at the promises of God. Why? Because he didn't even consider it. He considered not his own body now dead, even though he was about a hundred years old. He was what? Fully persuaded that what God had promised he was able also to perform. Faith is what happens to you when you get fully persuaded. Faith is not about you trying to persuade God. Faith is what happens when you get fully persuaded of God. Faith is what happens when you get something from God and you you are so convinced that God will do it even though it looks crazy, even though it doesn't seem like it makes any sense for a man who's 100 years old to have a baby with a woman who's 90 years old who couldn't have no kids when she was 17 years old. But, but he didn't even consider the other thing. He considered God. He was 
fully persuaded. See, when you know that you're doing something that God called you to do, when you know that you're doing something, God, I'm out here doing this because you told me to do it. I'm not doing my own thing. This is not something I came up with. I didn't even want to do it. I'm doing what you told me to do. At that point, you have to believe that whatever it is, whatever God has told you to do, it's already blessed. There's already a yes on it because all the promises of God come with a yes on it. All the, if God asked you to do it, God led you to do it, God told you to do it, it's already blessed. You don't have to ask God to bless it. See, many Christians, what they do is they come up with a selfish desire. They come up with something that they want in their own heart, and then they bring it to God, and they say, God, if this is what I want. Can you please bless it? God, this is what I want. Can you please give it to me? And then they call that faith. That's not faith. Faith faith is not what happens when, when you come up with something in your heart. Faith is what happens when God came up with something in, in his heart, and now he, what from his heart, he put it, boom, in your heart, and he is implanting something in your heart. He gives you the desire. He gives you, boom, it's now in your heart, it's in your mind, and now you're fully persuaded that what God has promised. Now, at that point, since God told me to do it, at that point, since God told me to go down this road, and I was minding my own business, and I didn't even want to do it. I don't have to ask God to bless it. I don't have to ask God, God, can you put a yes on this? No, all the promises of God come with a yes. All the promises, if the promise came from God, if faith begins where the will of God is known. If I know that it's God's will, I can validate it through his written words, 66 books of the Bible, or I can validate it through the discernment of the Holy Spirit. I know I'm doing the will of God. I know I'm doing what God asked me to do. I'm being led of the Holy Spirit. At that point, I don't have to ask God to bless it. I don't have to say, God, can you please bless this? God, can you please breathe on this? God, can you please put your yes on this? No. If it came from God, it came with a yes on it. All the promises of God are yes and amen. I have to believe that there's already a yes on it. Now, this is where I got to know that it came from God, right? So Hebrews 11 and 1 says that faith adds substance to our hope, right? So now, if I don't know what God said, if I haven't discerned the Holy Spirit, if I can't tie it to a promise from God in the written 66 books of the Bible, and I don't know the will of God, then now the best I can do is a hope and a wish. And I, I'm a hoping and a wishing. I'm a wishing and a hoping. Yeah, but that's not faith. Faith adds substance to my hope. When, now, when I know what God said, now this, I'm not hoping anymore. And then when I know what God said, I'm not wishing anymore. When I know what God said, I can have faith in God. I have faith that God, I don't have to ask God to put a yes. When he told me to do it, it came with a yes on it already. And so now I know that it's already done and it's only a matter of time. So let me give you some clarification as I close out the first point. Uh, uh, don't confuse a misalignment with God's timing to mean that God is putting a no on the promise. Let me say that again. Don't confuse a misalignment with God's timing to mean that God is putting a no on it. No, every promise from God comes with a yes on it. It's just that the yes is not going to be manifested until the right time. And so, so there are things that God will speak to you. And when God speaks it to you, because remember, he's in eternity. We're the ones that are in time. When God speaks something to you, it's always going to sound like now, because for him, it's now. Even if it's not going to happen for you for 15 years, when God looks at your life, he sees your whole life. So for him, it's now. So God will talk to you like it's now, even though for you, it may not happen for years or months or weeks. And so, so yes, that there's a yes on it. It's just that that yes is not going to manifest until the right time. If God gave you the promise, there's already a yes on it. Now, frustration comes when you are making a demand on God for something 
that is either A, not yours, right? So God didn't put a yes or not, or B, you're asking for it at the wrong time. So your, your watch of expectation has to be set. Let me set this thing to God's clock of manifestation. And so, so now I'm setting my expectation on God, and I know that it's going to happen at just the right time, and I know that it's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what God already put in my heart, because his promise came with a yes on it. Say amen to that. Now, the text says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in him, right? So to live an effective life of faith, let me close this first point with this. To live an effective life of faith, you must do several things. You ready? First thing is you must believe that God is. That's Hebrews 11 and 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God, for he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You got to believe that God is. Next thing, you got to believe that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. That's what the whole previous series was about. You got to believe that you're not a mistake, that God made plans for you, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God sent you to this planet, and that you were anointed for such a time as this. You got to believe that those plans will uh, come with a litany of promises connected to them, that that here's the promise, that God's plans for my life, here's God's purpose, and there's a bunch of, there's a whole litany of promises associated with God's purpose for my life in order for me to do what God called me to do. He has given me great and precious promises. You must believe that every promise from God comes with a yes on it. That is, and, and you have to believe that it's only a matter of time before it manifests. So, so if it hasn't manifested it yet, it's not that God put a no on it. It's just that God's yes comes with a timing component. And then you got to believe that God is faithful, that God is going to do everything that he said he's going to do in your life. He's not going to say it and then not do it. He's not going to promise it and then not fulfill the promise. If God is not a man, he, he's not like us. If God said it, he will perform it. If he declared it, he'll make it good. Say amen to that. Number two, I have two things to share with you on this morning. And, and, and when I got to the second point, I was like, wow, God already gave me so much in the first point that I'm not going to be able to close out the second point. So I'm going to continue this to, again tomorrow. But the second point is God is looking for an amen from you. So God's promises come with a yes from him, but God is looking for an amen from you. So for years, whenever I, I read 1 Corinthians uh, 2 Corinthians 1 and 20, or sang a song like all God's promises or yes and amen. I, I always thought about the yes and the amen, like on God's side, not on my side. I, I always attributed, I'm talking about literally to, to just this week. I saw this differently this week. Um, I always attributed the yes and the amen to God, like not to me, like there was no, no part of it for me. But let me read this for you again. It, it's very clear. Let me read it to you from the NIV and then the Passion Bible again. NIV, for no matter how many promises God has made us, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Oh, snap. So the amen is our part, right? The, the Passion Bible says, for all of God's promises find their yes of fulfillment in him and his yes and as his yes and our amen ascend to God, we bring glory to his name. So, so his yes and our amen both have to be there ascending to God to bring glory to his name. I'm going to deal with this some more tomorrow, but let me just close this out. When it comes to the promises of God, look at me. God has already provided a yes. God has provided a yes on every promise. He did this by his unearned grace. His promises are free and unearned and unmerited and undeserved. So what God is looking for now from us is an amen. The word amen means so be it. 
The word amen means when you say amen to something, that's why I don't say amen to everything. People say, oh, say amen to that. Mm, I don't know. I need to make sure that I'm agreeing with that. When I say amen, I'm saying, let it be so in my life. When I say amen, I am coming in agreement with what was spoken. You know what I'm saying? So God has given you many great and precious promises. He has given you these promises in his word. He's given you promises directly through the Holy Spirit. He's given you promises that are connected to your purpose. These promises come with a yes. They already come with a yes from God on them. Now, you don't have to ask God whether or not he's going to do it. If he said it, doggone it, he's going to do it. He's not going to not do it because he said he's going to do it. So so he's not, you don't have to ask him for a yes. If he gave you the promise, it's already a yes. It's already blessed. If he spoke it, you have to believe it. So the question is not, is there a yes from God? There's a yes from God. Here's the question. The question is, will you put an amen on it? God has provided the yes, but now you have to provide the amen. And we're going to talk about that some more tomorrow. So as I close out this message and I lead you in a declaration of faith, I'm going to do something different today than, I'm, than my normal declarations. Before I lead you in a declaration of faith, I need you to do something. I, I want you to take a moment. Look at me. Look at me. Take a moment right now to think about some of the things that you are actively believing God for, right? Like right now, what are some of the things that you are actively, like you are in faith, believing God that this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and it can happen at any time right? Because God has already spoken these things over your life. Start thinking about those things. I want you to think about it now. These are things that God has promised you, but they haven't manifested yet because the timing is not right. So now that you're thinking about these things, now that you got you got it, you got several of those things. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. I'm doing it myself too. All right. I got it. Now let's say this. Say, Father, you have put a yes on these promises. I don't have to ask you for a yes. Your yes is already provided. Now you are looking for me to provide an amen. I declare that I do. You say yes. I say amen. This is how I live the life of faith. And this is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Click on the subscribe button at the top right. Don't you want my notes? You can get all these notes for free. Todaysword.org, big subscribe button, top right corner. Click on it, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, this is a message you might need to listen to again. Glory to God. Get this down in your heart. All God's promises are yes and amen. He provides the yes. We provide the amen. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat right now if these if this message was a blessing to you. And then share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. You know this is some something that other people need to hear. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.